Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location. This is Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live, and I've got your four Penn State talking points coming out of the weekend for Monday, May 23rd. Looking first at a nice profile piece from Tyler Donahue from Lions 247. He's continuing to look at freshmen in Penn State's 2022 recruiting class and what the future might hold for them with some good notes and quotes from people involved. He looked uh, most recently at Cam Miller, who's an interesting name in this conversation, not only for uh, the Penn State recruiting class in 2022, which had bigger headline stars in the class, but also he might be under the radar when it comes to contributing early in his career. Easy to overlook him. He wasn't the most highly regarded player in this class, although he was a four-star in the 24-7 sports composite from Florida. But also with him arriving late in the game, May, June, uh, not a lot of thought about him maybe contributing early, but other guys have done it in his position. And Terry Smith, Penn State's cornerback coach, had a lot of really good things to say about Cam Miller, his competitiveness, the fact that he moved from a small school in Jacksonville to Trinity Christian in Florida, which is a traditional state power, won a state title, and Terry Smith pointed out that Cam Miller was their best player on that team. He's listed at six feet, about 180 pounds, college-ready size. He's versatile. He's strong. He can move very, very well for that size. He's somebody that I think should be watched in this conversation. Penn State clearly in pretty good shape with the top three or four in their cornerbacks room. But if they're going to tap into their depth at all, if they need to tap into their depth at all, a new name might have to emerge, and Cam Miller could very well be that guy. He's big enough. He can run well enough. He seems to have a really good idea of how to play the game. He can contribute on special teams if needed. If he makes an impact and makes his presence felt in summer training camp, there's really not much to say that Cam Miller wouldn't see the field. It's one of those positions that James Franklin pointed out. The further away from the ball you are, the more likely you are to be able to contribute early. That should go for Cam Miller. Six feet, 180. He's a four-star from Florida who will arrive and maybe make his name known come this summer. Looking at the 2023 recruiting class, a little development here that doesn't look like it's a positive one for Penn State. Rodney Gallagher, the four-star athlete slash wide receiver from Laurel Highlands High School in Pennsylvania, moved up his decision date all the way to Wednesday. He made that announcement on his social media uh, late last week. He's got a top eight of Penn State, Pitt, Texas, Virginia Tech, Oregon, West Virginia, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma State. So Penn State in the mix as far as that goes. But what's happened as of late in his 24-7 sports crystal ball, the last three picks to go up, the only three picks to go up, are in favor of West Virginia. 
So some momentum here for the Mountaineers in Rodney Gallagher's recruitment. He's a uh, four-star athlete um, in the 24-7 sports composite, listed number one, 101 overall, number nine athlete in the country, and the number two pl- player in Pennsylvania in the 24-7 sports composite rankings. He's listed at five foot 10, 160 pounds. Very, very talented, explosive athlete. Somebody whose recruitment did uh, deserve to go national. And Penn State looking like an underdog as of right now, going into his Wednesday uh, commitment time. That'll be at 3 p.m. at Laurel Highlands High School. So you would expect to see some news on that front here in a couple days. No matter what happens on Wednesday, if it is West Virginia, if that ends up being the pick for him, expect Penn State to continue its pursuit all the way through the early signing period in December. He's a guy who's worth that pursuit. He's worth the effort, and he's another player in Pennsylvania's backyard that Penn State would like to see not get away from their program. Remember, Penn State has the number three class in America in 2023, had a top 10 class in 2022, and for the record, they do have the number one player in the state on board right now in the 24-7 sports composite rankings and while missing offensive lineman Javen Williams. Welcome to Curaleaf a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a long-time patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our locations, including our new state college dispensary located at 1248 South Atherton Street. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Here's an interesting one from last week. Two separate media outlets listed out who they thought the most important freshmen on Penn State's team are in 2022, and both of them arrived arrived at this very same conclusion. Nittany Lions Wire from USA Today did a separate piece picking out the two most important guys from this class and called running back Nick Singleton and defensive tackle Zane Durant the two most important guys. At the same time, around the same time, the same day, 24-7 Sports did a top 100 freshmen who matter the most in the country. And Penn State's two players on that list were also Nick Singleton and Zane Durant. There are some other ways to define important. I think getting a five-star quarterback like Drew Aller on board was a very, very important development for James Franklin, uh, for Mike Yurcich, Penn State's offensive coordinator, but not so much in terms of impact this fall. You should also see a handful of other guys make their presence felt from this freshman class. We just mentioned Cam Miller as a as a guy who could make an immediate impact from the 2022 class. But without question, Nick Singleton and Zane Durant on offense and defense respectively are the two guys to watch. Nick Singleton was a five-star of the Gatorade National Player of the Year in 2022. He is a, a player who can bring a spark at a position where Penn State needs a, as big a spark as it can get. There were problems getting that run game going. They are well-documented. Penn State talked about them ad nauseum last year. They were uh, speculated about the performance of the offensive line was part of it, the way the plays were called maybe, and I think just an overall lack of explosive talent in that backfield might have also contributed to the fact that Penn State averaged 3.2 yards per carry. One of the worst rushing offenses in the country last year did not have a 100-yard rusher in any game in 2021, which is kind of unheard of for this program. 
So Penn State, in addition to trying to remake and revamp that offensive line, trying to bring some balance to this offense, settle into year two under coordinator Mike Yersich, <clears throat> I think Nick Singleton brings the right type of talent to the table. There are other guys involved, of course. Kevon Lee will play a role. Devin Ford looks like he should play a role. Uh, but Nick Singleton... Uh, is the best running back probably on this depth chart now, and it should eventually shine through. He's an important piece of this offense at a position where Penn State needs to get better, and they need to get better in a hurry. And then for Zane Durant, the defensive tackle position does have openings there in that top four or top six, and Zane Durant has a chance to make either one of those. He could be a key rotation piece right away. He also brings something to the table that I don't know if anybody else can really match in that defensive tackle room. Penn State has P.J. Mustafer back. Keziah Izzard is back. Uh, Devon Ellis, both of those guys played key roles when P.J. Mustafer went down last year. Uh, Hakeem Beeman looks to be back, but... Zane Durant, you know, even though he's a little undersized for the position at 6'1", 260 pounds, he is as explosive as any player in that defensive line room, and that has a chance. And it, it really stirred things up in the spring. Penn State's coaches were clearly very, very impressed with what this Florida product brought to the table. And I would expect him to do kind of the unthinkable, which is to play a key role as a true freshman at defensive tackle uh, in 2022. So without question... Penn State's two most important freshmen, Nick Singleton and Zane Durant. Last but not least, just touching on what the NCAA Division I Council announced last week. One, uh, that conferences can now determine how they choose participants in their conference title games, which boils down to leagues being able to remove their division structures and be able to go away from that setup determine some formula, whether it's winning percentage or however they want to determine their two best teams to participate in their conference title game. Uh, the Big Ten maybe had a bigger problem with this one than anybody else. You look at the Big Ten East with Ohio State, a perennial national contender, as well as Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State, that top three or four greatly outweighed, especially when it comes to Ohio State, what the Big Ten West could bring to the table in teams like Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota, Northwestern, Nebraska. The Big Ten West was heavily outweighed by the Big Ten East, and it didn't look like that was going to change anytime soon, but the Big Ten didn't really make it seem like they were excited to tear down those divisions and start anew. They were built upon geography. Uh, so now they don't have to do that. The NCAA allowed them to do that. And it looks like probably all conferences will get on board with the idea of scrapping divisions. You've already seen the Pac-12 announce they were going to eliminate divisions. Looks like the ACC will be doing the same. No official word as of yet if the Big Ten's going to do it. There are some things to work out clearly, but it looks like some, some clear benefits as well. You know, from the Big Ten standpoint, they've been holding true to this nine league game setup. Uh, it calls into question whether they would do that, whether they would stick with that. How do you determine then if you're breaking away from divisions, who you're going to play on a yearly basis? Do you have one rival? Do you have three? How do you stick with that? The ACC has announced what they call a 3 5 5, where they play uh, a, a team will play the same team. Uh, three of the three teams every single year, and then rotate five and five the other ten teams uh, every other year. Uh, something like that could work for the Big Ten, but these seem like 
formalities that have to be worked out. Uh, but the Big Ten, likely all divisions in college football, will do away with this. Paves the way for what we expect to be the expanded college football playoff coming. And then the other part of it was not as big as a news, but the NCAA announced that they're doing away with a 25 yearly scholarship maximum. That's the maximum number of new scholarship players who can be signed in a one-year cycle. They're doing away with that and just sticking with the maximum overall scholarship total of 85. And this seems to be in response to how much player movement there, there has been and give schools more flexibility if they lose a bunch of guys to be able to sign more, uh, land more in the transfer portal to make up for it. So now you can have programs uh, sign really as many as they want on a one-year basis as long as they say under the NCAA maximum scholarship level of 85 players. Thanks for tuning into the Blue White Breakdown. Be sure to follow along the daily Penn State podcast from Penn Live right here. They can be found anywhere podcasts are, and everything else we do is available at PennLive.com slash Penn State Football. And we'll see you next time here on the Blue White Breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cure Leaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location.